Good morning, everyone. Tom Mazzaway back on The Wrap. Brand new week here on NRM Streamcast. We're live from the Jim Reels, friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios here in Farmington Hills. we got a good show for you lined up. Ryan Armani of Fox 2. My good buddy will join us in just a couple of minutes. Lots to go on. We could throw lots of gasoline on our Detroit sports uh, landscape right now. Let's face it. Everyone's in the toilet. Lions, Red Wings, Tigers, and uh, Pistons. And then you throw poor Lou Whitaker in there as well, as he does not get in the Baseball Hall of Fame once again. And for no good reason either. And my friends today, of course, they're always my buddies, but who's sitting in today? We got Nick David. What up, brother? How are you, sir? Good. Thanks for coming to uh, the Killers Christmas the other night. It was my pleasure. Representing a good cause. It was great, man. They, uh, over $120,000 they raised for the great cause for Tom Killer Kowalski. Uh, Ethan was there as well. Ethan Perlman. What's up, bud? I'm doing good. It's No, it's a good Monday. I didn't see you at the bar. Where were you hiding? Oh, I was hiding at a table. Oh, a table. Well, Alan's leg super broken. It's <laughs> hard right. for him to maneuver. Alan even made it to the around bar. the bar. Our did. engineer, uh, Alan uh, Contino, he made it to the bar. So great stuff. Want to thank everybody for showing up to the lodge in Kego Harbor last Thursday for another great event. Yeah, that guy cutting a fifty fifty thousand dollar check to uh, the foundation. It's a good there. tax write off right how'd, there. How'd you like to just be walking around with that kind of money? I don't it's it's I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Isn't that unreal? I don't know what that means. That's amazing. So good. And I'm done with jury duty. I had jury Thank duty <laughs> all week last week and it was a criminal case. So you weren't allowed to say anything. You know, it's public record now. It's out there public knowledge, but uh, the girl was up for assault and battery and she was up for assault with intent to maim. Yes, intent to maim and uh we split the vote. She was guilty on assault and battery, and we found her not guilty on the other charge. It's amazing when you get 12 people, 14 actually start on your jury. You get 14 people, and they let two go once the trial is over and before the jury goes into the room for deliberation. So 12 people, you get 12 people around a table, and you can tell them that's black, that's white, and you're still <laughs> going to have unbelievably split votes. It's, it's unreal. So it really is like that uh, that old time movie that I cannot remember right now. The Twelve Angry Men. Yeah, Twelve, 12, 12 Angry Men or yeah, something. 12, yeah, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, it's true. People wow. just look at things differently. I, I just it's amazing with something like that that is like clear cut footage and video. I'm sure, right? <laughs> you would hope there wasn't clear cut video until the end. The right. Only, the only video they had was the end, and I'm surprised that this restaurant did not have any. Security? Video surveillance. You mean the little Chinese restaurant? Yes, yes. The little. <laughs> they normally Chinese, don't think that room. they're going to have some lady trying to chomp off their. Okay. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's not. Let's, geez, Louise. Okay. Let's, let's move on. Anyway. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad thank you're back. You. Yeah, am, that was I'd awful. much rather talk sports with no you guys than, than yes. sit in a room with with. And I liked my jury family. They were all you know good people, but it's amazing the way you look at things. So no, it is. For let's sure. start the day off. First of all, Lions lose. You know that's just a regular Monday occurrence. Michigan. Gets in a bowl game against Alabama. Alabama is ranked 13th in the country. I really? just don't understand. They should be ranked fifth or sixth at right. the worst. At the worst. Just because two is out, you can't. I mean, 13th is such a slap in the it face. Is. And all this means is that Michigan is going to get murdered. But well, they might not. That's the thing. It looks really bad. No, Nick Saban's going to just take this Maybe not. with such malice <laughs> and cruelty. You're probably right. I mean, when I first heard that matchup, I'm like, what is it, 21 point spread, 17 point spread? But you don't know. You don't know what could happen, so I'm just saying. All right, Michigan I, I State. See bad things happen. Michigan State. They should have stayed here in, in Detroit and played at the Quick Lane Bowl. I don't give a damn. 
that, that this should have been where they played. Instead, they're going out to New York. They'll play Wake Forest in the pinstripe ball at Yankee mm-hmm. Stadium. No big deal, but you know, two couple six and six teams. Michigan State's got the pull here. Why, why not give the break to the Quick Lane Bowl and let Michigan State play in that? Instead, Quick Lane's going to get Pittsburgh and Eastern Michigan. So Pittsburgh seven and five, Eastern Michigan six and six. Central mm. lost a heartbreaker on Saturday in that MAC championship game to Miami of Ohio. They'll play at San Diego State in the New Mexico Bowl, and Western Kentucky will play Western Michigan in the first responder bowl. So all the Michigan teams going somewhere, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Sure. For it's once. money for the it's money for the schools. It's yeah. a good thing. At least they're gonna get to play. Lou Whitaker, on the other hand, yeah. up for another opportunity to get in the baseball hall of fame. Alan Trammell gets in last year. I mean, and Trammell was, you know, adamant about Lou needs to be in, and you don't. He doesn't get in. And he gets. <laughs> he gets only six votes. You need twelve you votes. You need twelve. He gets six, and with who was on the committee, I'm surprised he, he missed out. First of all, but I'm surprised it was also by six votes that he missed out. It wasn't even close. And now you got to wait till 2022, where nothing's going to change. Nothing yeah. changes. These guys don't play anymore. Yeah. Well, the, the only thing that could change is the committee members could change. Yeah. And that well, that's got it. That that's could the be only helpful. Way, but yeah. this this committee was already in his favor. You had people like George Brett, Rod Carew, Bobby Cox, Dave Winfield. Don Bobby Cox Sutton. is still alive. He is. Yes, okay. Bobby Cox is. Still. He's still screaming um, at an umpire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you had so many people on this panel that you would have thought would recognize Lou as a Hall of Famer, and yet he only gets six votes. Yeah. Okay, hey. so here's real quick. Five All-Stars. He has a championship under his belt in 84. Yeah, of course. AL Rookie of the Year. Three-time Gold Glove. Four-time Silver Slugger Award. I mean, like, what else do you want? He has 2,369 uh-huh. career hits. Now listen, um, the two guys I got in, Ted Simmons, Michigan guy, Highland Park, mm-hmm. yeah, the Southfield yeah, yeah. High. Switch hitting catcher. Very good, and I think, you know, I'm not mad that he's in. I wouldn't when I was watching him. I was like, he's not really a Hall of Fame guy, but his numbers are pretty good. And then Marvin Miller, who represents the union and the players, would love him. He gets in, but we're going to talk to Jess Monticello later on from baseball uh, mainly, and he has a good point. Guys like Marvin Miller and you know broadcasters have their own wing. Mm-hmm. Maybe guys like union guys and stuff should have their own wing as well. I mean, I don't mind these two guys getting in, but Lou should have went in. For more on that, our good buddy from Fox Two. Ryan Armani joins us right now on the hotline. Driving to a, another, uh, I don't know, where are you going today, Ryan? You're going to shoot at a restaurant, eat the best food? What are you doing today, brother? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Where are you going? It's so good to hear your voice. I love man. you. Let's get that out of there. There's <laughs> nobody better on this earth than Tom Mazzoli. Agreed. Thanks, Ryan. And I mean that. You're right up there, kid. You're right up there. <laughs> How's everything, yeah, man? Yeah, so I'm just, uh, you know, I'm heading to another shoot. You know, during the holidays, we've got uh, some <laughs> segments that we're going to shoot. And, uh, yeah, we'll just keep that out of the way. That's great, man. Wait, wait, uh, you're doing well over there. When did they uh, sign you to that new contract and get you on more time? We want to see more of you. You will see more of me. Just uh, just wait for it, man. Okay. You'll get, uh, you'll get all the Ryan Armani you want coming. <laughs> all right, brother. All right. We got all we got all of that, man. You know, because the more Ryan I get, the more laughs I get, because no one makes me laugh more than you. You know, I just don't take myself too seriously. Yeah. I think that's really what it is. I it's take all good. the job seriously, but I don't take myself. You're the everyman. 
I'm a regular guy from yeah. the neighborhood that's got a cool job, man. That's it is. It. I agree, man. I agree. Hey, we'll talk uh, Detroit dumpster fire, dumpster fire sports here for a minute. Of course, we're all in the tank. Lions, Tigers, Red Wings, Pistons, they're all in the tank. We can throw Michigan in there as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Michigan State, of course, had a horrible year. And now you got Lou Whitaker, who's got an opportunity to make the Baseball Hall of Fame. And last night, 8 o'clock, I turn on Major League Baseball Network. I'm ready. Lou's going in for sure. I don't want to listen to Al Michaels anyway. Talk about himself. His hair, by the way, is getting thicker by the week. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> enough of that. But how do, Lou doesn't get in again. He does not get in again. Now, I'm not going to talk numbers and all of this crap. But Lou Whitaker deserves to be in the, in the Hall of Fame. Well, he's the best Hall. He was the best fucking baseman in the game from '80 80 to '89, right? I mean, for an entire decade, I would argue he's the best there is, and. You know, that was really the argument with Jack Morris as well. Jack Morris was the best pitcher of a decade. And I don't know what the problem is with Lou Whitaker. I really don't. I think if it's one of those things where, you know, he never won an MVP award or never led the league in hitting. Neither did Ted Simmons. like that. <laughs> Neither did Ted that? Simmons. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I, I mean... Uh, I just cannot. I wish there was a good reason I could give you. I think it's a joke. I don't know if the people who vote are voting for him don't like him. This Veterans Committee, how six of 16 people voted. These are supposed to be people who know a thing or two yeah. about the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. He, he, he's, uh, Ryan Sandberg's better than him? No. No. Uh, you know, Roberto Alomar is better than no. him? No. Craig Bezio is better than him, and I know that 3,000 hit thing uh, is, it's is big. a magic number. But, I mean, my goodness. Ted Simmons, pretty good numbers when I looked at it. And the guy from Highland Park and Southfield High, switch hitting catcher, 24-72 on the hits, 285 average, 248 on the homers, 1389 for the RBIs. Then if you look over on the other side, Lou Whitaker played different position, playing second base. But not everyone looks at that runs, you know, over replacement. The war. His is seventy-five one point one. Jeter is seventy-two point four, and we know Jeets is going in. Probably uh, unanimous selection. Probably, yeah. Unless these idiots, uh, you know, a couple of them don't want him to get in on the first time, but he'll get in. He might not have the perfect score Mariano Rivera had, but he'll get in. But if you look at Lou's numbers. 24, four, uh, excuse me, uh, 244 homers, 1084 RBI, 276 on the average, and then uh, five-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove, rookie of the year, played with the Tigers for 18 years, 19 years, and uh, excuse me, uh, not not that long. He didn't play that long with them, <laughs> but he played a good long um, time with them, and and he's sitting out again, and and his guy Alan Trammell is is in. They should go in together. You know what, Maz, as mad as I am, here's where I'm at on this now, though. My, I don't want to say anger. I just, anger might be a pretty strong word, but I'm kind of done with baseball at this point. I'm now moving my anger towards the Detroit Tigers in all of this. Sure, I get it. They do not need baseball's approval to take care of their own player. You know, and, and, and while baseball is screwing the Detroit Tigers organization, the Detroit Tigers fan base, uh, baseball fans of the 80s, and, and Lou Whitaker in the process, um, they're just sitting back right now. 
And I think what the Tigers should do is retire number one, make sure that, you know, whatever, who wore the, the, the jersey this year, Reyes or something like that, or Rodriguez. Jose Iglesias they gave it to. Mm-hmm. They yeah. gave it to oh, Iglesias. Yeah. Come on. Quit with that. Uh, no player should ever wear the number one again in a Tigers uniform. And, and that's on Them. organization. It is. Forget about baseball. Forget about the Hall of Fame. You know, I mean, it's on the Detroit Tigers now. It's up to them to make this wrong a right. And they are in, you know, one of the worst uh, parts of their history right now, what they're going through and what they're putting the Detroit fans through right now. The least you could do is maybe have a Lou Whitaker day coming up here this season. Give us something to look at, at least. You know what? Like, I think that the Lou Whitaker deserves, I mean, that name deserves uh, recognition in and of itself, but even from if they just look at this thing from a PR standpoint for a second, I mean, help the fans out, help your organization out. You know, do it, and in the process, you would be doing what's right, whether yeah. they see it as that or not. But I mean, you can go a long way in in hitting a home run off the field. You sure as hell not hit many on it. Not at all. Hey, uh, Ryan Armani from Fox 2 joining us right now on The Wrap. Tom Mazaway and Nick David, Ethan Perlman in the studios here at NRM. Let's move on uh, to another dumpster fire, our Detroit Lions. Where do you got them uh, right now? Right now, the Lions are sitting at, we're sitting fifth, tied for fifth for the draft. Not the playoffs, we're talking the NFL draft. They tied with Arizona. Now, if they let Arizona win that damn game, at least we would have been ahead, right? Anyway, they're sitting uh, no, fifth. That guy's going to screw them. That is going to screw them. What's your take on the Lions as they sit right now with 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 Quinn and Patricia? Do you see anything? Do you see any improvement here? No, I don't. And, um, you know, I tweeted this out yesterday. It was tongue-in-cheek. It was a joke. But, I mean, Matthew Stafford should get the vote for MVP. Yeah, Without I saw them, that. They are the worst team in the NFL. Period. They're up there. You know, and that to me is on the general manager. You know, how many other teams out there have lost their starting quarterback uh, this season, and for at least a game here and there? Uh, and obviously, the New Orleans Saints are the team that come to mind the most. Yep. And uh, you have a capable backup. Bob Quinn has never taken the position of backup quarterback. Seriously enough. Period. End of story. And that's on him. And also, Matt Patricia, look, how does Trey Flowers, the best defender for the New England Patriots, come here and get worse? <laughs> I how know. Does yeah. Come here and get worse. He's how, disappeared. How does Max Harrison get worse? You know, how do you trade away uh, Quandre Diggs? Like, what's the reason for trading away Quandre Diggs? I'd love to know. Yeah. Well, the word was he was the squeaky wheel, right? Him and uh, Darius Slay, and I don't think Slay will be here next year. I mean, you got to get these guys out of here before we have no players left. And that's the that's where you're trending, you know. With the fifth pick, though, I, I hear all this. You know, whether they whether they get fired or get brought back, I don't know. But like, you know, yesterday before the Vikings game, you watched. If you're a Redskins fan, all right, your team sucks. But at least you could watch the Redskins say. Okay, let's check out this rookie quarterback. Let's see if Haskins has any development from week to week. Like, you can look for something, right? I mean, a little. 
A little. Bit. A little. They're, they're, they're just as bad a shape as we are. Let's face it. The sure, Redskins, too. they got a rookie mm-hmm. quarterback that they're trying to figure out. Correct. Um, if you're the Detroit Lions, why do you watch that game yesterday? What's the reason? You don't. No. I, I mean, I mean, there's, there's not... There's not one player on the team. I mean, maybe Kenny Galladay. Yeah, Galladay. Seriously, and I, and yeah. I say maybe because he's a really nice player, but is he one of the best receivers in the league, no, or is he I, Lions good? No, I think he's very good. I, mean, I really leading, do. Leading the NFL with 10 TD receptions with the quarterbacks he's had is pretty impressive. He's pretty damn no, good. I, and, and, I, and I like Kenny Galladay, but are you shooting into a game to watch Kenny Galladay play? No. 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 I, I no. am. <laughs> But that's because David Blau my fantasy but that's because he's on my fantasy team. Exactly. So there's nobody even to, to, to watch on this team. No. Has, aside from Kenny Galladay, let me ask you this question. Aside from Kenny Galladay, is there a player that Bob Quinn has drafted no. that would start on a playoff <laughs> team right now? If you look at, uh, at, the, at the teams in the playoff, currently sitting in the playoff, would, would any other... No, it's probably uh, a no. There's, only, there's only one name I can think of, and he probably would be on a lower tier playoff team, and that's Tracy Walker. Mm, he's having true. a way better year this year than he's had in the past. There's a chance that he could be a starting safety yeah. on a few of those playoff teams that are weaker in the secondary. Right, but point, point made. Ryan's yeah. getting at you know. Let's face it. There's no one that's Very knocking true, the socks no. off. Yeah. Nope. And getting and it going. It's not like, by the way, it's not like, by the way, they've been picking, uh, <laughs> you know, at 32. No doubt, mm-hmm. brother. Yeah, no I was uh, watching the game yesterday with a girlfriend of mine, and uh, she just Jesse, one of them, just not one of them. of them, exactly. Ryan, yes, uh, but Jesse James caught a pass over the middle, and she was like, "Who is that?" Yeah. And I was like, "Exactly, <laughs> that was a great tight end for the Steelers that we are now tied to for three well, years." He wasn't a great 22. tight end. He well, was I mean, a good tight end. He's a good tight end. All right, he was twenty-two million dollars in the salary cap we're tied to, and then we go ahead and we draft Hawkinson. Next year, unless we we do, you know, stay at fifth. Where do you see the direction going as far as draft pick? Where would you like it to see it go? There's one player I want in this draft and one player that I think could help the Lions get to the playoffs next year. You ready? He'll never last. I can't wait. J.K. Dobbins. Oh. Give me an Ezekiel (laughs) Elliott-type running back. And I'll show you the playoffs next year. I I am all for that, but would you use your number one pick on that, yeah. or would you wait till the second yeah. round? No, I'm not waiting. I'm not okay. waiting for nothing. You wait, and you get Carry uh, On Johnson. He's a nice <laughs> player when he's available. He's not available. That's the problem. You know, he's never available. Uh, yeah, I mean, give me a hey. give me a break. I mean, and, and you know what? If if you have a one-two punch of Dobbins and Carry On Johnson. You might have some. Now, what if they move up? And I mean move backwards. What if they go up <laughs> a little bit and it's between them and the Giants and Chase Young is sitting there? Well, this guy, I mean, fine, right? <laughs> Hold on one second here. i got to find out where I'm going. Go ahead, bro. Don't you have um, ways on? Hold on, hold on. No, I'm going straight. Sorry. Okay, um, bro. So, if Chase Young's available, great. But I'm telling you, if you give me an option between Chase Young and J.K. Dobbins, Who's the last sure thing defensive end game changing pick that has made any 
remarkable game-changing impact in the NFL. Well, Aaron Donald. Jadavion Clowney. <laughs> Aaron Donald's on the, you know, he's a defensive lineman. I know, but still a defensive player. Sure, but I'm talking about defensive end, though. And you okay. mentioned Jadavion Clowney. The same guy that got moved away because he couldn't play early on. He did, was hurt. He was hurt a few, uh, yeah, first couple the, of years for sure. The only... Okay, so Jadavion Clowney, I'll give it to you now. Yeah, no. But I mean, when, you, when you're picking that high, you want some early returns. Sure. He wasn't giving his team early returns at all. The only person you can kind of compare to was the fifth pick back when uh, Cleo Mack came out of Buffalo. Good point. Yeah, but we're talking about defensive players. I'm talking about defensive ends. Cleo Mack's a linebacker. He he played some defensive end at Buffalo. He did come out as a linebacker, but he did spend a good amount of time at the defensive end position as a well Buffalo. Let's not argue with Semantics. Ryan. He's trying to get to his shoot right now. All right, let's, well, no, let's keep I it mean, going. No, I, I I appreciate the argument, the disagreement. I just think that I just think that a running back in today's NFL, when you look at what the Lions are incapable of doing, and that's getting first downs in short yardage situation, that's running the football. Um, that's giving Matthew Stafford, your quarterback, something he's never had before. And I'm not just talking about I'm not just talking about getting some player in the second or third round that you're trying to fill a spot. I'm talking about getting a marquee guy to turn around and hand that ball off to, like an Ezekiel Elliott type player, like a Derrick Henry type player. Yeah, have you seen this kid play? Yes. Oh yes. yeah. He's oh, superb. Yeah. I love it him. It is unreal. Unreal. He's not Get that him. big. Five ten. Um, he's that good. Yeah, he's real strong. <laughs> he's really strong. Hey, how about your Michigan Wolverines? There's no bigger Wolverine fan than Ryan Armani, who joins us right now from Fox Two. We're live on NRM Streamcast, the rap with Tom Mazaway and friends. And so Michigan gets the draw. They get Alabama. Alabama, of course, I think way misranked. They they rank them thirteenth. Really, they're the thirteenth best team in football. I think they're the top, still top seven. Anyway, Michigan plays them. Are you happy? Yes, absolutely love it. I think that I've never been one for bowl games. I think that bowl games are totally useless. I think they're nice for the Central Michigans and the Western Michigans of the world. Um, but if you are you know, a team that wants to, you know, or your goal anyway. I mean, I know it's been all that great lately, but if you're a team whose goal is to make it to the playoff and win a championship here and there, uh, aside from the playoffs, the bowl games mean nothing, in my opinion. Right. So, a matchup with Alabama is about the only matchup that can excite me to watch the game. Because if you're playing North Carolina in a bowl game or something, it's a no-win situation. If you win, you're supposed to win. If you lose, you can't fire your coach. If you play Alabama and you get walloped, you know, yeah, that's expected. It's all right. You can make every excuse in the book. If you win, maybe it's something you can do a positive heading into next season. I think this is a win-win. You know, granted, they don't go losing by points, you know. Right. So they go to the Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day, and I know the Citrus Bowl people in, in Orlando are probably, ex- not probably ecstatic, they probably couldn't get a better matchup than those two no teams. No way, yeah. Michigan's 4-1 and one all time in the Citrus Bowl. I've been to many Citrus Bowls in my day, and uh, it's a fun game to go to, but Alabama, I don't know, are they going to show up for this game, or are they going to be just laying down? What Alabama are we going to see? Well, I, I don't think Nick, Sa- Nick Saban's going to ever lay down, do you? 
Well, you know what I no, mean. No, I think he's going to mm-hmm. come with a vengeance for having them rank that high. Well, he doesn't like Michigan very much anyway. He's no. That's why he left town, right? That's why he left Michigan State <laughs> to begin with. That's what they say. That's what they say, brother. <laughs> hey, man, have you ever seen Detroit sports in the uh, in the quagmire it's in now, today? I'm not I'm not sure it's ever been like this. No, the answer is no. I, I was actually joking, um, joking yesterday. Uh, with a buddy that I got out of the sports department at the right time. Just the right time. You did. I mean, we were covering championship. Yep. Uh, at least one every other year from one of the teams. You know? Not one of the teams are are primed to do anything good. Not one of them. Well, and a big reason why. I think if you look around at the ownership, uh, we don't have very good owners right now. I mean, I... <laughs> And to be honest with you, you might think I'm crazy. I've been called worse. But I almost believe that Martha Ford might be the best owner <laughs> that we have. Yeah. I'm serious. Well, yeah, Mr. Illich is gone. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, he's it's, not here anymore. Think about it. Yeah. Just think about it for a second. At least she's trying. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it hasn't worked out. It hasn't worked out. But when you needed a player personnel guy, when you needed a general manager, you went to the New England Patriots and you got their top player personnel guy. You know, Matt Patricia was one of the most sought-after head coaches on the market. The Giants reportedly gave him an offer. People wanted him. He was sought after. Came here. Didn't work out. Um, You know, Trey Flowers was the number one defensive prospect on the market this year. Came here. Hasn't worked out. I mean, you, you can argue the result. I know. But... At the end of the day, she has paid the money. She has gone and gotten some of the most highly sought-after people that are available. And like I said, has it worked out? No. But at least she's trying. What's Chris Illich doing? Nothing. You know, he, I don't. He brought Eiserman here. That you own two of the worst, the, the two worst teams in your sports. I mean, yeah, you go out and get Chris, uh, Steve Eiserman. Yeah, great. Give it time. I love it. But, I mean, I don't know what Chris Ellis is doing. And, and, and I don't even think, and who, uh, Tom Gordon, God love Tom Gordon. It's fun <laughs> to use those t-shirts in the crowd. That's it, baby. What's That's what he loves to do. He's the t-shirt guy. <laughs> I'll, there's, there's, I mean, I, like I said, maybe I'm crazy, but I would you argue are. that Martha Ford is the best owner we have of, our, of a Detroit sports team right now. At least he's trying to go out there and get some players. All right, Ryan. On that note, I'll let you go to your uh, shoot. Wait, wait. When should we watch for this uh, beauty that you're putting out? Uh, during the holidays. During the holidays. I don't know. I got. I'm parked the parking lot right now. I got to figure out where I'm going. All right, brother. Hey, thanks so All much right. for coming on, Ryan. Thanks so much, Ryan. Merry Christmas. Peace out, Ryan Armani from Fox Two. Uh, Thank him for that. And, you know, talking about our Detroit sports landscape, mm-hmm. it is what it is, right? Yeah, that was We're great. here. Yeah. We're I mean, here. I kept thinking I was going to completely disagree with everything he was saying. Yeah. And then he he, yeah. sw- he swayed me. And- what did you want to disagree with when you first thought about it? What did you think? Oh, the, just the, for initially the Martha comment. Martha Ford, I wanted yeah. to think yeah, about jump all on that. But he mm-hmm. just think completely swayed me. He I- really did. I, I still, I still much. somewhat, dis- no, I well. still somewhat disagree with it, but it's not because of <clears throat> what you know his his reasoning. It's more of the the fact of spending money in football versus spending money, for example, in baseball and hockey. It, it's it's a different type of a feel because with baseball, 
you have you know you have your major league roster, you have your minor league rosters, um, but you know that in a lands in the landscape, there are the super rich teams, there are the super poor teams, and then you're kind of sitting in the middle mm. that you can't just spend money willy nilly and win a championship. Right. Uh, there there has to be a balance where in football. The talent is almost identical in a lot of players. You do have the superstars and you do have the below average, but for the most part, you're all going after the same kind of talent, mm-hmm. and you have to have that bidding war. No doubt. Well, I mean, especially I mean, as opposed to 52 players on a you know on a roster where there's you know 400, you know down the line, like you said in the major leagues, uh, baseball. But I was also going to completely disagree with him about, and I still don't. You know, fully agree with J.K. Dobbins being a first round draft pick. I do like like him a lot, and I really like the idea of well, a carry on ever being healthy. That'd be cool. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. He's both knees are now gone. Bo Scarborough all of a sudden has become pretty good running back. Maybe so, like two. I don't know bangers like that. You know what I mean? Like I mean, but I'm not trying to waste the first round draft pick on a running back. I'm just not. No, look at the Giants. They picked Saquon Barkley. He looked like a stud this year. He looks like a dud. Well, I mean, I mean put him on pretty dud. much any other team besides the Lions or the you know or the Giants. I think he's incredible. I mean, he's going to be a he's a generational player. Who, Saquon? I mean, Saquon, absolutely. Uh, well, I know he did get hurt this year. He's a little high angle sprain. He came back, you know, way ahead of time. Yep, he's a freak. These but are, he, both but he hasn't his, done anything, man, these, for a month. My legs combined are just one of his legs. <laughs> I know that, and he's just he's a you know just mm-hmm. a phenomenal athlete. It's but, yeah, but again, it's just dangerous because like okay, like you said, he got hurt. Yeah. They're going to get hurt. The shelf life of NFL, you know, NFL quarterbacks, maybe three years on average at least. That's just a lot of money. It's a lot of commitment for a first round draft pick. Monday night football yeah. tonight. Speaking of Saquon and the Gross Giants, uh, they play at the Eagles. This used to be a hell of a game. Yeah, it used to. When be. you looked at it at the beginning of the year, it's like, oh, this is gonna be good. Maybe for the NFC. Uh, well, no, you thought the Cowboys would win the NFC East, but you thought at least this could be a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Eli back in the saddle tonight. Eli Manning. I'm excited to see Eli tonight. I am too. I bet you Eli throws three touchdown passes at least tonight. I would go with, he's definitely going to go over 300 yards. Yards were never his issue. It's staying upright is his issue. Well, and the interceptions that came. Right. I mean, they chucked the ball. They chucked the ball. So I don't think that he, there's a huge chance. A little farewell tour would be fun for him, I feel like. It's the way he should I totally agree. My mother is still pissed at the way the Giants hit. My mother. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She said, no way he should have went out the way this. I mean, Uh, and let's face it. They're a mess. And Daniel They're, Jones is mm-hmm. no. Daniel Jones is. He's going to be all right. No, but he's going to be good. Yeah, I, I'm okay he's with on, it. He's on a. He's on a crap. He's on a shit show right now. Yeah, he, yeah. Dave he Gettleman is, is a mess. Sterling uh, Shepard's your best receiver. I know, but he's also been out. Pat Sh- right, exactly. Pat Shermer yeah. is. You know, he's going to be let go. He's he's not a yeah. head coach. He's nope. not a head coach. They're a mess. That's totally true. Some of the good games from yesterday, and I mean really good. I, thank God. I've smartened up over the years. I never used to leave my house on a Sunday. I went to B-dubs with my friends. We're going to watch the games. I mean, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. On, on. I don't want NFL Red Zone. I don't like little snippets. I like the whole game. Yeah, yeah. So I can't watch that NFL Red Zone. I cannot. It's, it's ADD to the max. <laughs> well, luckily, I, I love crazy. that. Yeah, I love See, it. See, ADD guy like you <laughs> yeah, would love it. I, I now, do. I go to B-dubs, and my head's on a swivel. I'm watching all these great games. You got the Niners and the Saints. Unreal. The, mm-hmm. it, we just we thought we saw the game of the year last week, Niners and Ravens. Now the Niners play the, the, the Saints. And it's like the Chiefs 
from last year against the Rams. Yep. Remember that game in oh, Mexico yeah. City? 52, 50 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah right. 48-46, Niners beat the Saints. Last second field goal Back and forth by Robbie Gold. game. Yeah. It was, Jimmy uh, G, yeah. four touchdowns. Drew Brees, six touchdowns. You watch that game and you want to throw up as a Lions fan no. because we're not even we're not even not even near it. No, no, we put up one garbage <laughs> touchdown with two point like a two minutes and nine seconds. I wanted left the Lions to get shut out so, so badly. I it know. would have been the first shutout from the Vikings since '93. I'm like, yeah, right. shut these guys off, please. Here's what was going to happen when they were driving. The Lions were driving. I had we have squares we play. You know, Super right, Bowl squares course. or whatever. I had seven zero. But I had it. I had it. Vikings seven, Lions zero. So I needed okay. that zero to stay on there for the Lions. I needed a pick six to go the other way. Anyway, they're driving, and I was telling my buddies, "I bet you if Patricia's got fourth down around the thirty yard line, I bet you he kicks a field goal just to break the shutout." And they were like, "No way, he won't do that." I bet you he would have done it. But thank God they got down. They there. They got down there at least. They yeah. scored the damn touchdown. Kenny Galladay got a cheap touchdown for right. anyone that Just had him on their fantasy time. team. Yeah, garbage touchdown. Anyway, that's what happens. So let's go on. The Jets and the Dolphins. Two pathetic teams, but a pretty good game. At least it was close. Twenty-two, twenty-one. Jets win it at the buzzer. Jason Sanders for the Dolphins. Seven field goals. Yeah. Seven. Seven of eight. That's Not how bad. they scored. Yeah. The whole game, everybody. All field goals. Now, All the right. Dolphins head coach is a former New England guy. It's uh, mm-hmm. Brian Flores. Yeah. Brian Flores. Yeah. Thank you. His passion, man. Dude, he can't. Let me tell you Amazing. something. He's got this crappy team playing really well yep. for them. Out of all the New England coaches, mm-hmm. I bet you he's going to be the best of them. Yeah, Out of all these Belichick tree guys. He's better than Patricia. Yep. He's ten times better than Patricia already. He came out so fiery at the end of that game because yeah. of the call prior he went to after him. he went after the ref. Went after I the love ref. it. They overturned. Is not getting out to the middle over, of the field. No, they overturned uh, a pass interference, pass interference call. Right. That's they what overturned it, was. it. Right. And let's face it. There's a thousand pass interference calls, and they've overturned what a half a dozen, probably yeah. six of the forty yeah. that have been called. Okay. I think. And this one was a pretty bad one, and they overturned it, and I think they did the right call. Yeah. But Flores did not think it was the mm-hmm. right call. So, but they're two crap teams, like you said, still out there punching each yeah. other in the mouth, play after play. But there's the Dolphins, and I like I like Flores as a yeah, head coach. I'm right and there then with the you. Broncos, I thought Houston was the best bet of the day yesterday, the Texans. I gave them out. This is the best bet of the day. Yeah. They're going to kill. It was like 31 to 8. They're going to kill the Broncos. In the third quarter. Yeah. The Broncos. Drew Locke, baby. Drew Locke, 38-24, and it wasn't even that close. Drew Locke, he might have finally found a quarterback. John Elway might have finally found a quarterback. 22-27, three touchdowns, 309 yards passing. The Broncos, who couldn't score like six points in like half their games this year. Put up that kind of Joe Flacco has just got to hang up the cleats. I mean, that's got to be such an emotional kick in the bees. I mean, really, though. Like, the game, like you said, that wasn't even remotely close. Deshaun Jackson had two garbage late touchdowns rushing. Yes. Also, you know, good fantasy implications there. But they just dominated every every bit of that game. It was good to see. Bills and Ravens were punching each other in the mouth. And that was Josh Allen is no joke. I'm telling you, Josh Allen's good. He did not have a good game, but the fourth quarter, the guy shows up Mm -hmm. and gets them down there. They're within scoring range, they're within. You know, fourth down play yeah. in the end zone of tying that game up, and the Ravens have won what eight or nine nine row in a row now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's another interesting game yesterday that should have been either into overtime or a lot closer was the New England game. 
Yeah, Belichick, Belich- Belichick runs yep. out of oh, challenges. Was oh, was he mad? And you know the ref call- calls uh, Nikhil Harry out at the three. Right. Yeah. He's clearly inbound, so yep. the touchdown's negated. And then on the uh, last drive they had, there's a pass down to the two where there's clearly pass interference. Yep. It's not called. Yep. He has no challenges available. And uh, they get down to the goal line anyways, and they can't convert on fourth and goal. I'll tell you, no, they don't bad. have they don't have all the bullets in their chamber, no. but they play hard. You know it. And Belichick and Brady, I never saw them with that much fire. Fire. Yeah, well, they yesterday. haven't had to in a while. You know what I mean? They haven't yeah. had to in a but while. But Belichick, you know, running Man, down the field when Brady so ran great. for that first down at the end of that game. Yeah, yeah. it was a good finish. I'm glad the Chiefs it won, was. thankfully, because I hate the Patriots, but that's nonetheless. So, here's your top five on your NFL draft. Bengals with the number one pick right now. The Giants a game back. They're in second. Miami, Washington, and then the Lions in Arizona tied for fifth Ooh. right now mm-hmm. with three to play. Three to play, right? Yep, yep. So we'll, well see how that we'll changes. Gi- Giants have tonight, so they have four still. Yeah, they right. do. But one last thing, one last thing on football. Seattle looked they look awful. They looked terrible. They made mm-hmm. Jared Goff look like yep. you know <laughs> just incredible yesterday. I mean, he could not. Russell was running around. Normally, he's like a magician. He was getting slaughtered. Yesterday, five needed, sacks, man. They just he couldn't do anything. Yeah. Rams needed that game anyway. They desperately time. did. But but 49ers winning. Yep. And St. Louis lose or not St. Louis, excuse me. Uh, Seattle losing is a it's a huge yeah yeah huge playoff. It's still action. Well, There's a lot of action. Go from one to five, and something that they had right. put out an article ESPN did about the NFC was the NFC wanted to do some reseeding because who wants to see a Cowboys team that's under 500 hosting yeah, a five or six team that could be having 10, 11, 12 wins? That's what's yep. going to happen. That's the, what's going to happen. They've already yeah. said that they will not do it. The NFL has already said that they will not reseed. So, so the Cowboys will have host. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they yeah. have to. That's just the way it is. I mean, maybe in the future they might reseed. Right I think now it's they a won't. smart idea in the future because this is the Cowboys, and possibly they could be tied with Philadelphia yeah. ended tonight. After tonight, yeah, it's, they could. Uh, they should be. It's sad. on paper. Yeah, no, it, it, it is, is sad. Sad. You so know, if the Redskins would have run the table, they could have won the NFC East. The Redskins. <laughs> the Redskins. Hey, when we come Fired back, their coach three weeks ago. we got a quick call here out to Jim Reels, friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. After this, Jess Monticello joins us from Baseball Mainly. We're talking more Lou with you right after this on NRM Streamcast. Check out the newest member of Jim Reels' family of dealerships, the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. During the Black Friday sales event, lease the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2019 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. For your best deal, it's the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. And there's nothing more friendly than a great deal from Jim all right, welcome back to The Wrap with Tom Mazoway and friends here on NRM Streamcast on our Monday show, live from the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios here in Farmington Hills. Make sure you got on out to see those folks, uh, get out to their Romeo one, or you can go out to Warren 14 and Van Dyke. Tell Brian Ackerman that Maz sent you. I'll make sure he gets a really good gift for you for Christmas. Uh, bring a nice car or Jeep home for Christmas. That would be an exciting thing. So back in the studio, wanted to bring in Jess Monticello. Thanks for taking time out of your day. Baseball mainly is tomorrow, but I get you a little early for a little Hall of Fame talk. Sixteen guys on that Veterans Committee yesterday. Some of the best names you could get, and they still get Lou Whitaker six votes, Jess. 
Well, at least he got six. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think Lou was probably the most, he certainly wasn't the most outspoken guy in baseball when he played. Kind of a quiet guy. Never looked like he was really giving 100%. Uh, just the way he played, just the style. And he didn't play in New York. He didn't play in, uh, you know, Chicago. He didn't play in a big market. St. Louis? Yeah. Ozzy Ozzy yeah. Smith against him. A lot of people say Ozzy did flips, back flips. That's how he got into the Hall of Fame. I mean, mm-hmm. he was every bit as good as Ozzy Smith, especially offensively. Well, you know, everybody's into today into war. Yeah. You know, wins against replacement. You know, there's somebody in the Hall of Fame, second baseman, that has a 36 and a half war. Wow. Bill Mazeroski. Yep. Why is he in the Hall of Fame? He hit now, that Bill home Ma- run. Yeah, he hit a home run. Yeah, against by, the Yankees. By that standard. Shouldn't Kirk Gibson be in? Yeah. Kirk Gibson should be in. He hit two home runs. He hit two, hit two yeah. very uh, dramatic yeah. home runs. Uh, Top 10 of, of all time, both of them. Uh, you know, Jackie Robinson has a war of 61.4. Wow. Lou's war is 75.1. Wow. Now, I understand Jackie Robinson was a great player, but, you know, if we're going by these standards, yeah. if war is the new, you know, standard to get in, there are two guys in that aren't as good. Ryan Sandberg, 68. So, you know. Um, How about Derek Jeter's going in this year? He's 72.4. Well, different. Well, yeah. Different position, played, but played, mm-hmm. played the New numbers York. are pretty close. He played but New Jeter's York. deserves to get in. There's not, there's not yeah. a question about that. I, and, you know, I'm not saying these other guys don't deserve to be in. What I'm saying is if we're going to do it based on statistics, and baseball's a statistical game, Lou, Lou should be in. You know, we got uh, – and, 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 you know – Ted Simmons got in. I know he did. 50, what, what was Michigan's Simmons? own. 50.3 for yep. Simmons. Switch hitting catcher, different position. Yeah, His I, numbers are better than Lou's offensively. Well, Ted's uh, are. Yeah, uh, Ted, Ted Simmons was a great player. You know, and, I never and, thought of him as a, as a Hall of Famer when I was watching him. But when I look back now at him, I'm like, okay, I don't have that bad a problem with him. Marvin Miller, I talked to you in, in the office about Marvin Miller. He goes in, but it shouldn't take away from Lou getting in. Yeah, it's a different category. Marvin Miller wasn't a player. No. Uh, you know, just like you know, Ernie Harwell's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in, in the Frick yeah, Hall of Fame. In the, in the section with people in the media. Broadcaster. Right? right. Yeah. And the same, you know, if we want to have a special place for uh, guys who are in the union, <laughs> Great. Yeah. I don't care. Let's put Tony Clark put in. Put Jim Hoffa, Jimmy Hoffa in. I don't give a uh, damn. But Lou Whitaker <laughs> should be in. Yeah. And and here's here's the other thing with Lou. And when you say sweet Lou, he just was sweet on the field. Yeah, he man. made it look easy, effortless. Mm-hmm. And uh, nice, nice compact swing. Uh, caught ground balls like it was you know it was second nature. You didn't see Lou make the, especially what we've watched in the Tigers this year. Didn't make the errors where the ball comes up on you and you can't get it. Right. No, the ball comes up, loose hands were there. Yeah. Uh, tough play, made the dive, made through the guy out. Lou Whitaker was a very good player. We were talking to Ryan Armani a few minutes ago from Fox, and uh, he brought up the, the part where the Tigers might have failed Lou, not having his number retired and giving his number away to Jose Iglesias when he came here. And Do you think that has anything to do with it, that the Tigers didn't even have him in there? Their quote-unquote wall of fame? Well, you know, Lou played at a time when the Tigers' management was not all that wonderful with players, right? Uh, and uh, maybe, maybe the Tigers don't love him the way they love Kaline, right? And and Allen and, and, and Trammell. Yeah. Uh, Lou, uh, 
Anyway, uh, you know, I don't know. We don't know the inner workings. Again, of the this isn't the uh, you know. You don't have to be a good person to get in the Hall of Fame. You know, I've heard I've heard all the stories uh, from guys of another era about you know Jim Campbell, how he treated the guys yeah. and whatever. I don't know if that tradition just continued. I don't know if it continues to this day. But um, you know, in New York, uh, millions of people. Millions of people get behind their players. Yeah, Mariano Rivera was voted in unanimously. The only mm-hmm. one. And Mariano Rivera was a very good pitcher. Two pitches. Yeah, guy had two pitches. Yeah, but he performed. He w- he was good, but he also played in New York. I don't think he would have been unanimous mm. if he had played in Kansas City. Or played in Miami. Yeah, I can't or, argue or one that. Of the other markets. I can't argue that. I mean, I, I do have to agree with that because the the player who went in even before Mariano, who really should have been a unanimous uh, Hall of Famer, and that being Ken Griffey Jr., was left off of ballots because people just right. didn't think that playing in Seattle and playing in Cincinnati meant a whole lot. Yeah. No, and that other, he wasn't the player that people made him out to be. On the other hand, from this, Thurman Munson didn't get in. And he was beloved in New York. Love him. I love uh, Thurman Munson. But you know, you look at Munson compared to uh, uh, compared to Simmons, force forty six WAR versus a fifty. Didn't play as many years as Simmons either, right? Because right. he was tragically mm-hmm. killed he in was. that accident. But Munson was a great player. He batted two ninety two. He was the Yankee captain. Yeah, and uh, uh, he was a seven time All Star. <laughs> I mean, uh, Lou, a five-time yeah. All-Star, three Golden Gloves, yeah, four-time yeah. Silver. I mean, uh, but do you? Let me ask you this. I mean, somebody who was just. I mean, Tramble was a little before my time. Do you think that Tramble's a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Trammel, Trammel, um You know, here, here's something going on with the Tigers today, right? You could take the the Tiger pitching staff ERA and lower it by probably .25 to .35. If they had the defense we had in '68 yeah. or '84, we had guys on the field who don't get the balls. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a hit. In those days, it would have been an out because we had good range. We had guys who could who right. who, who could get there and make great throws. Look at our first baseman now. I mean, it's Miguel Cabrera. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not going anywhere. He's uh-huh. he's, sta- he's, a, he's a statue. He's like Albert Pujols. He's a statue. Yeah. Well, uh, Cabrera's our DH now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as long as we have him, that's where probably where he's going to play. Yep. But who plays first base? You know, we tried John Hicks last year. He's yeah. not even with the team anymore. Right. It's uh, it's very difficult uh, to to rank players from different eras and and different situations. You could have a Hall of Fame player on the Tigers today. Let's say we had a Hall of Fame left fielder. That guy's not going to not going to get much much pub because the team is so, mm-hmm. bad. so bad. Right, right, right. You could have a very good pitcher, Verlander or Scherzer. Verlander would or probably Pacello. have had two or three more losses this year, maybe more. Because we can't hit mm-hmm. and we can't field. Right, absolutely. Yeah. It helps to be with a good team. You know, Jack Morris got in finally. Jack Morris played with some good teams. Jack Morris didn't have a great ERA. Jack Morris was a bulldog. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. But I bet you if you talk to Morris, he really appreciates Trammell and Whitaker behind him. You bet. Chet Lemon behind him. 
uh, Bill uh, um, Freehand. Free, mm-hmm. Freehand. Well, not Freehand. Right. That uh, was back in the 60s. Lance Parrish. Lance catching. Parrish, the big wheel. You know, those two guys, to me, are kind of synonymous with each other, Freehand and Parrish, because they were both great. And, you know, you got Pudge, you know, in uh, in the uh, Verlander era. Yeah. Um, and Pudge is in the whole thing. Yeah, he's in. Well, and he went through the steroids there. I mean, when do you get the steroid guys in? You know, and, and let me say something on the other side with Lou. You've got guys who are in Charlie Geringer, 80.7 uh, war. Uh, Rogers Hornsby, 127. Jeez. Rod Carew, 81. Joe Morgan, 100.6. You know, these are all, on the other hand, these are these are great players, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lou should be in the mix, right? Yeah. If, you've got, if you've got the top 20 guys at each position... Lou's certainly there. Here's the crappy part. You have to wait to 2020 to vote him in again. 2022 to vote him in again. But nothing's going to change. It's just going to be the voters that that, that change. That's it. Well, uh, and let me say this. you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. I don't want to be too controversial on your show, but here's the deal. (laughs) To me, the Hall of Fame is irrelevant. It really is. I've been there. It's a nice little museum. It's about baseball, a game I love. But... There are a lot of things aren't there that should be there, and it's in it's in a little bitty town in New York, yep. where if you go in every every little uh, storefront in that town, it's either Boston or New York. That's it. Yeah. It's it's the it's the hall of the of the Red Sox and the Yankees. That's all it is, and that's and and to me. It's a nice place to visit. I love baseball. But you wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> exactly. Well, and it's it's a great place to play. I've played in some tournaments there. But and, it, and you know, it's a nice town. But the Hall of Fame, it's an opinion poll. I know, but for sure, popularity contest at times. But it's it is still the Hall of Fame. Look, we 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 who are still Tiger fans, and I'm a fan, are going to love Lou Whitaker. Sweet Lou. But there are players that won't get a sniff of the Hall of Fame that I love. Sure. I love freehand. Yep. I love Lolich. Lolich deserves to be in the Hall. Big game guy? Yeah. Bulldog. If, if, if Mazeroski deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because he hit one home run, Mickey Lolich won three games in the, in the World Series, beat the wonderful, remarkable, incredible Bob Gibson. Yes. Beat, they, he picked the Tigers up on his shoulders and, and beat. Then they hit a grand slam, too? Well, he hit a home run. Yeah, I don't home think run. It, uh, yeah uh, and he hit that in Bush yeah. uh, Memorial Stadium. Isn't that something? Yeah, I remember watching it uh, sitting at the uh, little card table in front of the black and white How television cool eating lunch. How uh, great is uh, that? Huh? Eating lunch because it was an afternoon game. It was an afternoon yes. game, and I left school early so I could get home and see it, and my parents were okay with it. My yeah. man. Don't you think yeah. they would have showed it in school? Uh, well, if you if you went to a Detroit public school and you ever saw what the television reception was like, it yeah. was. I remember watching some of the uh, some of the rocket launches from down at uh, uh, Cape Canaveral, yep. and it was all very wow. fuzzy, and you know we didn't have we didn't have outside sure. antennas or cable or anything back then. <laughs> no rabbit ears. Yeah, yep. for sure. Uh, Hall of Famer, well, baseball writer at least, Bill James. Uh, the Bill James Historical Baseball Abstract is a book that he wrote. He has uh, Sweet Lou, 13th best second baseman mm-hmm. of all time. That gets you in. Yeah. That yeah. should get you in, I feel like. Not well, that his one opinion matters, but... I know you're not a Bill James guy, are you? I, you know, I'm not, hu- I'm not huge right. on, on all these kind of statistics. You, you know, just know who you like. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I'm mm-hmm. watching Lou and Allen play together. 
I'll tell you who was a great third baseman that gets very little pub because Craig Nettles. Well, Craig Nettles <laughs> certainly was a great, but he he lost when he was with San Diego, Sorry. didn't he? In 1984. <laughs> he did. Um, but he was a Yankee. A, a Tiger who was a great third baseman here, and today would be making millions and millions of dollars, and should be the manager of the Tigers. Tommy mm. Brookins. Wow. Tommy Brookins was a guy who Sparky tried to replace every year, didn't he? He couldn't. He was such a good fielder. He worked so hard at baseball. I loved watching guys like that. I loved watching Dave Bergman play first base. Bergman could play. Hall of Famer? I don't know, but he was a great player. Talk about a monumental home run. He hit a monumental home run against uh, against the Blue Jays. What was that, a 14, 13, 14 pitch at bat? Isn't that kept, amazing? Kept those, falling balls that, that was a great, uh, when they went back and forth with each other those years, the, the Jays and the Tigers, those were some great years. And I'm a, I came here in 93, so after that, but I remember, I'm a huge baseball fan, so I remember watching, I was rooting for the Tigers. Well, baseball's a team game, isn't it? Yeah. And you think about guys who play their position, play their part. Lou Whitaker did it offensively and defensively. I don't think he was ever a distraction in the clubhouse. He was a team guy. But, you know, there were guys, you know, I heard Bergman tell me about uh, Dwayne Kuyper. He played with Kuyper in, uh, in uh, uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I said, who's a, tell me a second, second baseman you really enjoy playing with. Dwayne Kuyper. Dwayne Kuyper hit one home run in his career. <laughs> it's the Dwayne Kuyper Memorial Home Run T-shirt. I've seen it. <laughs> But Dwayne Kuyper communicated with Bergman. Hey, here's where I'm going to be. Here's what's going on. This guy's going to do, you know, these guys know baseball. These guys mm-hmm. are pros. Mm. And, and when, when you are, are good at a sport, you know, we're trying to recognize the guys who are absolutely the best in the Hall of Fame. There's some guys that should be there that will never be there. Yeah, right, like right. Pete Rose. Well, uh, I, I, that, Pete that's Rose, for another day. Pete Rose definitely one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, no. But Pete Rose broke the cardinal sure. rule. No, I right? was kidding. I know, I know, I know. And he lied about it. Yeah, that's and the worst part. That's, that's the worst part. <laughs> and he still lied no, about no. it. Yeah. He wrote a book, said he didn't bet on baseball. Uh-huh. He wrote another book, said he did. Yeah. And as George Will, I heard say on, on TV talking about Pete Rose, one can hardly wait for the next book. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, he needs to make, you know, he's to make a paycheck. <laughs> but did, let me just ask you this. Did Sweet Lou, like in your guys' memory, did he do anything, you know, off color? Like, did he do anything? Like, you know, did he have a domestic or like, does anything in it from his past that's keeping him off? No, I, I just think it's a, we're a small market. He wasn't flashy. Right. He just came came there and did his job every day for years with with one of the best shortstops in baseball. Yeah. He got to play. You know, and you know, you think Lou really cares if he's in the hall. He probably somewhere yeah, he he'd like to be. Right. But mm-hmm. think of the think of what Lou got to do. Got to play with he got to play major league baseball under some of the best managers in, in baseball. Absolutely. With some of the best players ever. And he's got like, one of the best nicknames ever, Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. That's yeah. so great. Because he was sweet. Yeah, he was. And he did have an 18-year career, 77 Na- to 95. 19. I was. 19, oh, 19, 19 yeah. 19 77 to 95. And, uh, yeah. I wrote it wrong, and I'm like, I thought he played almost 20 I meant years. To, uh, I meant to help you with that correction you, earlier. Yeah. But Appreciate and what that. would And what would we give for a second baseman with a 363 on base percentage right now? What will we give for anybody? For anybody with, with, with anything over a two fifty? Historical <laughs> loss record last yeah. year. You know, if 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 everybody on your team hit two fifty, you'd be among the major league leaders in batting average. Really? Think about that. All you need is somewhat media, a little above mediocrity. 
Yeah, our our team batting average this year, I don't even know what it was, but it, it was had to be sub 220. I don't even I couldn't if you ask me right now to name 10 Tigers right now. Oh gosh. I don't think I can name 10 Tigers. I don't, don't, don't want to hurt your feelings, but I feel the same way about the Lions. Yeah, I well, there you go. I, don't I, know. My I know you're not a big football guy. I used to love it. I had yeah. season tickets. But I got you, tired of paying for crap. You mailed it in. Now you're just baseball only. And I, I don't want, you know, I don't want to put baseball down baseball mainly, I mean. I don't want to put down <laughs> Lions ownership cuz they're making a fortune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's entertainment and I'm I'm not entertained no, by yeah. what they put on. Neither are we. We're not entertained either. Now, the Tigers, you know, uh, I, I think they're going to be good. But it's going to be when? a few years. It's probably going to be, you know... Uh, Next year. No. No. I'm, I'm all for saying that the Detroit Tigers will be a top two contender in our division <laughs> next year. <laughs> One out of four, what? right? 2021, you mean? 2021, they'll be, com- they'll be contending for a division title or a wild card spot. How are they going to compete with the White Sox? I mean, right now the White Sox, the they have the batting, they have the starting. Their big need is the bullpen, just like the Tigers in past years when we were contending. You can get a bullpen um, guy. The the Indians are going to the bottom of the division, and so is Kansas City. Kansas City's going to yeah. stay at the bottom right now. Well, they won their World Series. They did. Indians still looking for theirs, and they're not going to see one for another 10, 15 years because they're heading back to the bottom. Um, but in all seriousness, the Tigers have the pitching coming up. The Twins are, are excellent still. The Twins aren't going anywhere. Real quick, 2019 batting average, uh, 240. For the Tigers? The Tigers <laughs> overall, 2019, 240. Hmm. That's the whole team? The whole mm-hmm. team. Including pitchers, it was 174. Including Castellanos, who's gone. Yeah. Oh, looks, boy, yeah. Including who else is gone? He was gone. their best hitter Hicks. still. Yeah. Uh, Castellanos, yeah, they're all on here. Yep, yep. Hey, Hicks more, as well. more tomorrow on baseball mainly. I don't want to steal anyone more thunder. Jess, thanks for coming in. Hey, brother. my pleasure. Thank I love sir. talking baseball, man. I know you do. I can tell. Thanks to the, everyone behind the glass. Kelsey, Angel, Stephen, and Cole. Jess Monticello joining us. Ryan Armani from Fox 2. You two guys, Ethan and uh, Nick. Thanks, brothers. Always. Thank you. Appreciate you. We'll see you on the midday version, the midweek version. Hey, Terry Foster and Jimmy King from the Fab Five will join us on Wednesday. So make sure you join us, too, on The Wrap right here on NRM Streamcast. Have a great day, everyone.